Hey, top of the morning to all of you. You even said morning this time. Top of the day. evening, Is day. It... <laughs> good, good eye to you. Good eye, Mike. <laughs> all righty. We are pretty excited to be talking about this one because it might be a speck on the controversial side in how we have presented this possibly. But are you a liability to A, your equine business or B, the equine field as a whole? Mm, and that's, that is a really interesting question because sometimes people don't know what they don't know until they do know. And we are going to hopefully open the brain a little bit more to the awareness of these liabilities so that yes. you and your horses are always safe, safe, safe. And of course your clients. And again, this isn't a place of judgment or anything that this is coming from. This is that self-reflection piece that we've had to do our entire business to make sure that we're kind of staying on top of it. And if we look back to when we first started, I'd say we we could have fallen a little bit into the liability category at one uh, point or another. Darn tootin galootin. Yes. So we've all come a long way, but we have to keep growing together at all times because that's just life. You got to keep learning. Otherwise... You're taking the old uh, what dirt, do you say? Nap. dirt nap. That's exactly right. <laughs> so as we go through today, if there is something that blows your mind or maybe you hadn't thought of it before, anything along those lines, throw in that hashtag. Holy jumping tuna, tuna fish. fish. Because that allows us to know what has blown your mind. And we like tuna fish. Actually, if for those of you who haven't joined <laughs> us on this side of things before, that's actually a carryism. Yes. Now, you'll hear many words that may not make sense to the average Joe sometimes. And that's because Carrie made them up. I did. And I remember yeah. when we uh, were working with uh, Warwick Schiller yeah. and we were doing, uh, I, we've done a few lives with him, but he's like, what the hell is holy jumping tuna fish? It doesn't even make sense. No. And then he went off on a tangent about how come the tuna is the only fish we call a tuna fish? Yeah. You don't call a salmon a salmon fish. <laughs> and I, we were like, hmm, touche, friend. Right? Touche. So yes, throw that in for us, that holy jumping tune fish, because we like to know what's happening. And I see we've got a couple people on. Heidi, good morning to you. Jen Stack, good morning to you as well. Anybody else who's watching, we love to be able to give a shout out and know who we're chatting to. So throw in who you are and where you're from, because that That's makes us happy. It's fun to know where you're from. To know where you're from. From. And of course, share, 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 because anybody who's horse people out there, whether you're running a horse business or whether you just have horses, still important information so we can keep growing on the side of how we take care of our horses and mm -hmm. make sure we are ensuring the welfare. And after all, sharing is, in fact, it's caring. It's caring, it everybody. Is, it is caring. Sharing is caring. Yes. <laughs> She's but sharing makes us more all aware in our world and it helps us to become one team versus oh i gotta keep the secret because i don't want that person to know this information no no the the more we are working for the safety and welfare of the horse the more we all win true in all reality and maybe so coming that's from the you, sharing it gives it a little clout for other people too because they may not know us from adam but maybe if they're saying oh my friend jen here she really thinks these guys are awesome maybe i should take a peek into what they're saying and then it kind of gives a little bit more clout to everything as well exactly we're bc deroche bc bc very nice another hashtag for you guys we are life changers because at the end of the day not just us but you and all of our horses, all of our animals out there, we all have the ability to affect and change a life every single day that we live and breathe. Even if it's just a kind, well, we really think it does go to kindness. It lot. is kindness. Yeah. And you know, I, I always think of that movie, What a Wonderful Life. Mm -hmm. And you have no idea what your 
one unique gifted humanness is doing for another human and how it ripples and affects so many others that you don't even know just because you chose to smile yeah. at that homeless person or you cho chose to smile at that human who looked a little grumpy that day just to share what it is that maybe they needed something from but that little bit of kindness whoo, it goes a long way i put up a post this was a few years ago i think and it was like one of those facebook challenge things that put up a post saying what is people's most memorable memorable memory memorable memory <laughs> of you right so i put it up there as like be clean people it's not that you know let's take out when i was 18. but what came back from that was a lot of moments that i had totally forgot about right they may not have been significant to me at that time but for that person it was something significant so you never know how you can affect somebody's life in any given day and then of course if you're catching this after the fact throw in who you are where you're from and that you're catching it on a replay so we can at least come back and say hello to you as well Always like that by cracking doodles. Well, see, now we, because we've switched sides of the table, now I have to fix the names. So I am Carolyn Charles. <laughs> oh, no, we got to do this yeah. again. That's me over there. <laughs> and I am the director of sales and marketing, as well as an instructor and facilitator for the Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning, Inc. And I am, there we go. There it is. Carrie Fulmack, the founder of the Equine Connection, a master instructor helping humans globally around the world to do what they are passionate about doing, what they are destined to do, what their purpose is. And that is living in a world that does make you money, but you're smelling a horse. You're being mm -hmm. in the presence of a horse every day. And not only because you know what the presence of a horse actually means, but for all the clients that need us, the world actually needs you. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing, even going into this liability piece is understanding how the world needs you and the world needs you more than ever because mental wellness alone is out on the roof. Nope. Uh, There's a saying, I always get the sayings wrong and then I mess around yeah, like you say it the wrong way. But it's going through it. the roof. Going through the roof. Exactly. It's on the roof, people. <laughs> You hear that sound that came up? It's through the roof. It's through the roof. Yes. But, you know, really taking that into consideration, how the world needs you is your community needs you. Those, those children who are so lost and lonely and confused in their little worlds, those families who have maybe lost jobs, who have lost loved ones there's so much stuff out there addicts like, trying to addicts, get back into the real world there's so many depression like it doesn't matter if you come from a little town of 80 humans mm -hmm. or if you're by a hub city of over a million this program and these courses working with horses is the most life-changing i don't know i've been around for a while <laughs> But I, it's just the most life-changing result-oriented business I have had the pleasure of being a part of. Like, There's always the results when your humans come in and take one of your programs because they're actually listening to the horse because the horse is the teacher. We are not the teachers. We are human. We don't put human thought onto our horses. And that really does lead us into the liability piece because here's the... One thing we really have to consider in that liability piece, the number one thing a horse needs to feel is safe. Why do we know that? Because our horse is a prey animal. 
Our prey animal is the most feeling of all beings. So they're not overthinking like we as humans. We have our lovely brain. We have our intuitive piece as horses do, except what we do as humans, not all of us, but lots of us do. We overthink stuff. We get a feeling. And then what do we do? We go to our brain and try to convince our brain out of our intuitive gut feeling. See, horses don't do that. No, they can't do that because for survival alone, they need to hear, see, and feel. And they do 10 times further than we do as humans. So they're always about who's going to kill me and what isn't going to kill me. So there's their two, yeah. two thoughts. We as humans don't think like that. We have many more thoughts. <laughs> many, many, many more, more thoughts. thoughts, right? And it's funny, the thing with going with your intuition too, is you never know, like, you can, when you don't do it, yeah. you're like, oh, I knew I should have moved that thing after I knocked it off and it broke because it was sitting on the edge of the counter, right? Like, yeah. But when we do listen to it, we never know what the other outcome would have been. Right. So it's hard to like prove it right or wrong, but our yes. intuition is so strong. We actually have more sensory receptors as far as taking in information in our gut than in our brain. We process it all there, but we get it here. And to follow that gut piece is huge sometimes to be able to, again, think a little bit like a horse what's safe, what's not. Whereas the horses, they just have to think that way. They don't have those skills to be able to sit back and think, well, I guess if I walked, uh, you know, to this side of the puddle, then the rest of the puddle would be safe. Yeah. That's not where they go to. It's puddle danger until I understand, <laughs> until I have the, what's the curiosity to understand the puddle in a different way. Right. So they don't have the same abilities as we have. And we have to always keep that in mind. And it's a respect piece for who and what a horse actually is versus what we want them to be or think that they're capable of being or anything else like that. It's having respect for what a horse is at the end of the day. Oh, 100%. And the liability does fall on us as mm -hmm. owners or as business owners. It doesn't matter where we're at, but we have to understand the horse in their culture and in their language. See, this is where, and I know our world has changed for about the last, I'd say 10 years. I mean, Take a look at all of the horse trainers out there. They've gone from hobbles and, and doing things where tie downs and all of those things that they're not using that anymore. No. They're actually going to more of the horse culture and their language through that connection, understanding how does the horse's body actually move so we can replicate it. So we are talking in their language. So that's the biggest thing is the culture of who these horses are. And keeping them safe, because that is the number one thing that they always have to feel. Understanding that is helping us to not be that liability. Because if we can keep our horse safe, you see, then we keep all humans safe. We actually even keep ourselves safe. So these are the areas that we really want to focus in on. How am I keeping my horse safe? Again, part of the culture of the horse is you have to understand why do they hurt? Why are they together? What do they do when they come together? Because you you know, and as you've seen in, sorry, <laughs> that squirrel. squirrel. I look out the window, I see a vehicle. That's not supposed to be there. No. <laughs> but you know, when you, when you see herds in, in fields, how do they move? How do they walk? And it's really cool to actually take notice. They're very slow, slow mm -hmm. walkers. And for our wild horses, they actually walk over 20 miles a day. And what do horses do? They eat and then they move. They eat 
and they move. They have area that at any given moment, see, they don't gorge to fill themselves because if they filled themselves, they wouldn't be able to go off and flight as fast. So they're mm -hmm. always conscious of, you know, don't get fat and heavy. Am I going to need to get away? Am I, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're not thinking fat and heavy, no. but you know what I'm saying? Like, this is why in the wild, it's so beautiful because this is what they are meant to do. Eat for Eat. nutrients rather than, yeah. And not to get filled. So again, they can move north, south, east or west. Any direction that the horse needs to take flight in to what? feel safe once more. So it's really important to understand who they are, but then you see the herds come together. And what does that mean when they're all coming together? And I mean, herding is one of the strongest instincts that horses have. So I know in our world too, sometimes we're having all of our horses in separate paddocks, separate areas where a horse, all who he is, through his instincts, needs to be with another horse, no matter what. I mean, more is obviously better, but if you can't, because we all can't afford just two horses, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, even collaborating with maybe someone else so that two horses can be together so that when they come together in their culture and what they do is they always try to keep each other balanced. Horses actually are the best living beings on earth for self-care they actually look after themselves because the number one thing they have to feel is safe we as humans put off self-care we're not in tune to think of it on a regular daily basis horses are so when horses come together and that's that sharing of space when they're hurting that strongest instinct that they have what are they doing they're working on each other and again with horses they they use teeth and you'll notice, does that feel good? It does actually. And it, even up here, there we go. That, yeah. <laughs> Horses will go all over their bodies to the chakras, which are those fascia bands, to their meridians, down their legs, under their bellies. They are always moving that energy so that they're feeling more balanced. They, they can sense they do it on themselves, but they'll do it on other horses as well because self-care and looking after each other in the herd is the strongest way that they can stay safe even having the hierarchy of the herd is a way again that they stay safe having yes. that leadership role everybody having a job imagine being well i mean as humans if we had to run everything all the time and never ever be able to get outside help when that's what we're supposed to do as well mm -hmm. it would be very very taxing right so that horse that's alone they're doing the whole job of the entire herd all by themselves right when they have the ability to have the hierarchy to have the leader the one that's going to determine if they're safe have the century have those different not personalities jobs i guess within the herd that's another methodology that they get to feel safe in that too i see we got krista and molly on this morning good morning ladies. hello ladies it's funny, we mainly you. have the ladies. I don't know where Mike is, but yeah. uh what's up, Mike? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where Come are on, you Mike? today? <laughs> is her token testosterone? You know, even thinking on our own south. So let's say whatever discipline you're in, I'm just a pleasure rider. I have no fanciness whatsoever to my riding <laughs> or, or the discipline. Now, Jane, our instructor in Australia, she she loves jumping. So mm -hmm. of course she's always striving and proving to do better in her jumps and first of all she's always she knows the culture and the language of the horse so she's always working with her horse to determine that first so the breathing that's a huge piece to 
horses and to us as living beings. Like it really heart, helps our heart to come back to the natural pace it's supposed to be beating versus those anxiety pieces. And anytime we feel that anxiety, you know, being able to have that tool to understand we, we need to breathe. We actually start and like proper breathing. Yeah. Not labor in labor breathing. In labor breathing <laughs> is the breathing that's supposed to get you hyped up so yeah. you can get the baby out. You want to calm down. Good yes. proper breathing. Not no, oh, not good. No, exactly. Yeah. So now we have also implemented it into our programs. We work mm. with the Calgary Dream Center. And of course, that is an addictions center, but it's an intake center. So they stay there for seven weeks at a time. And then they can actually choose to stay there longer and live in their accommodation area and still continually keep learning. So with them, what we have now incorporated, because it's such a great tool to have, again, liability we're always talking about. To begin, let's begin with breathing. So we always go into our arena first. All of our teachers, our horses are already waiting. But instead of just going and working and grooming and moving on them, because we're still full of some fear, some anxiety, not sure if I want to be here today. Being human, nervous, we yeah. always bring our stimulus, our stuff. Now we do a breathing um, component each and every time we begin our exercises and it has really changed a lot even thinking liability because why our horses are starting out at a much calmer place because the human yeah. <laughs> stimulus has now changed because they've been able to bring that heart rate back down again and what a beautiful skill for life even yeah right? uh, stop and think about okay hold on let me just think about my breathing here can i handle things in a different way if mm -hmm. i have if I'm not in flight mode or fight mode, right? Because we go into flight or fight, just like they go into flight. I don't know why this is reminding me of this. And this has nothing to do with the liability. Okay. Well, this is liability to a human. I'm talking about myself. So, of course. I was nervous. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what's she going to share? No, because, you know, I snore. Lots of people snore. As soon as your mouth is open, I think every human on earth yeah. snores. I really do. <laughs> and everybody who says you snore, you need that machine. I don't think so, Timothy. Sometimes you just snore. I just, just, and my mouth is so dry <laughs> and I'm like, seriously, sometimes it's sandpaper. I swear I go through, I don't know, 16 ounces of water throughout the night because I am so thirsty. <laughs> so then I was reading up on this and there is this little mouth guard that you can put in your mouth that actually keeps your mouth together. And I'm like, that would make so much sense. Cause why is my mouth so dry? Cause it's freaking open <laughs> snoring. You see? So I'm thinking if you get the closed mouth thing, now I'm learning to breathe even as I sleep. Isn't that kind of cool? I'm super excited. Do you have it already? No, oh, I haven't ordered it I'm yet. It's super from the excited States. though to see how this goes. And where <laughs> you, I'll be panicked to pull it out of my mouth. And where you find it in the morning. <laughs> yeah. like, are you gonna be sleeping on top of it or is it gonna be on the nightstand? Oh, or it's so true. But anyway, back to liability. Yeah. <laughs> Breathing completely helps. And of course, if you are now the rider on your horse i mean again here we've got a predator going on the back of a prey animal so we want to understand that that breathing is going to be the first step before we start moving and working into what it is you're both goaling for right so really take that breathing into consideration for again liability it really helps our pony poems go to a better place of feeling more confident in the leader who is on their back 
one of the things we've heard, uh, well, a few people say lately, but one one person in particular is that by understanding our horses and actually what they're saying, it allows us to bring people to a different place, but allows us to also make sure we're keeping our horses safe. And one of the people we were talking to said they were looking through a bunch of marketing pictures. And as they were looking at that, they were seeing, well, we've said it before too, they were seeing with a horse, a horse in distress, yes. but a bunch of smiley people. And the fact of the matter is, this is where that liability piece comes in too. If you are missing a horse in distress, if you are missing the cues that the horses are giving you, it's a liability to your horse's welfare because of the safety piece. And it's a liability to your business because of the safety piece for humans. If you're missing too much, that gets into a place where they're no longer feeling safe and you are going to have an incident at one point or another. And this is where we get to it being a liability for the industry as well. Because yes, it uh, does not matter what sort of what equine assisted learning business you are in or horse business, one big accident affects all, all of us, us, all of us out there. So this is where we start getting into that, well, I guess, a little strong point of it is you can't be the liability to the industry. The industry is having a hard time as it is. Less and less people are going into horses. They really are. And remember, we brought the horse culture and their language into the human world. So how dare us not yes. understand who they are? We can't expect this prey animal to work on how humans behave and work. No. Like, it's not possible. We brought them into our world. So now we have to ensure that we're actually putting that effort into understanding their culture and their language. Why? It keeps them safe. And if it keeps them safe, all humans are safe. That's the one thing we're always talking about, even in our certification. When we facilitate in our facilitators in training, when they facilitate, watch the horse. They're the ones you're partnering with. You are not partnering with the humans. And, and we're full of it. Yes, we are. You can look fine. You can. There will be little cues and stuff like that for body language experts out there. But you can look just fine. So if we're watching the human and not our horse, who's actually responding to the genuine stimulus that is coming from humans, we're missing stuff. Mm. We're missing it as a facilitator, we're missing it as a horse person, we're missing it as a professional, and then we end up in a really yucky caca poo poo place. Oh, it's so unsafe for those yeah. poor pony pones. Uh, another thing that we have really been focused on, because again, it's the equine industry, we all fall under one umbrella. We may have different certifications. Some might be therapy. Some might be the hippo. Some might be the therapeutic riding. doesn't matter which one it is. It's still only one umbrella. But all of us have got to do our due diligence to understand that culture and language of this beautiful, existing, mm -hmm. magical, majestic horse that we have brought into our own world. We have had many people who come from other certifications who've come to ours because why? First of all, they didn't know what to do. Yeah, they had the knowledge, but they weren't sure the what to do yeah. with it. So, and they wanted the business component. I think that's a big piece. I yeah. think welfare and the business part of our certification is what some people are really looking for. But the first thing that we have changed with that is we don't use horses. So that's the one area that's still really huge. There's no using of these god sent animals Beautiful like pictures, yeah. we, we just can't use them well, so and living beings oh, they are living beings, beings. Yeah. that's right <laughs> so we work with our horses but in order to work with our horses we have to understand who they are mm -hmm. because we can't put on falseness to what the horse is saying we can't say this horse is laid down 
because, well, first of all, he ain't tired because we all know yeah. a prey animal don't lay down in front of predators. So, but we're still not going to give the answer why this horse is laying down. And I'm just talking all natural teaching. I'm not talking health related. We're just talking when the yeah. horse does do we're something in the like of that. We're a program and a horse lays down. We're not going to say, this horse laid down for you because you're unbalanced in life. Yeah, we what? would never bring those because <laughs> yeah. we need that human to figure it out. But you see how how safe our horses are feeling if they have the ability through their teaching that they can actually lay down in an arena full of eight to 10 predators. Mm -hmm. It's pretty freaking outstanding. But I know some of them, we have heard of a certification where they have the human beings walk, not walk, uh, I guess it would be crawl. more crawl underneath the belly and its four legs. Now, I this really I'm bothers not to get me. On my soapbox right now. I know it bothers me so much because I'm like, what are you trying to prove? Because first of all, this is about the human piece. That's horsemanship. That that's human yeah. piece. Well, I don't even call it horsemanship. No, but that's like the training of that that would be okay, right? But it's still I still not wouldn't be okay. because this is the human thing. Now think of where the horse is coming from. You're making that horse stand still. Well, hopefully, yeah. I mean, again, a horse can react just like that. You're having a living being crawl underneath the belly of this prey animal. What is the belly? The belly is the most vulnerable piece to a horse. Like, holy jumping tuna mm -hmm. fish. That blows my brain because you're putting, again, mine is always you're putting the welfare and who the horse is at risk, that's a liability because you are making him be in a situation that's totally unnatural and totally unsafe. Yeah, and that's ego horsemanship. That's ah, not what I was thinking. Okay, right? well, that's, that's our ego in the piece saying that our horses will let us do this, but it's, but you're not, they might let you mm -hmm. and it might go a hundred times super fine, but it's not taking into effect how they would actually be feeling about allowing a predator to crawl underneath their belly. Crawl. Right? It's Can not you fair. imagine? One no. little step. I mean, I've had a broken foot from a horse hoof before. I mean, I'm sure all of us horse people. And I've always said that to my daughters because, of course, I was avid into having them have the right proper lessons when they were young. But it wasn't until they got thrown off the horse. I said, now... Nah, you're a true horsewoman. <laughs> now you're in. Because you know when you go back on, that's what it's all about. And there's your life lesson, babies. So it is funny until you break something or, again, you were being, because here's what we as humans do. We get caught in our horses are so safe, which, again, we have created that beautiful area with our domesticated horses. But then we forget as ourselves to always keep the safety component in mind, like, don't wear sandals, even though I'd love to just wear sandals sometimes. Mm -hmm. My brain is always, but what if that one time carry and then the horse steps on your foot? Yeah. I mean, when my foot got broke by a horse, it was not the horse's fault. I can tell you, I was not standing in the right position. And when the horse hoof came down, it came down nice and heavy. Anytime either of us have gotten slightly injured in any way it's always been our fault it, it hasn't yeah. we haven't been aware we're we're getting into a lackadaisical place and horses don't go to lackadaisical because it's for their life that they're always in tune and we too have to stay for our own selves 
for that liability. We do not want to hurt ourselves. Heidi has a great comment here too. When I started this journey and realized I couldn't ride because of my back issues, I made it my mission to understand horses and read their body language so I could work with them on the ground. And it blows my mind how many people who have been in horses their whole lives but don't pay any attention to what wow. their horses are saying. You know, it that is so true. We have this little girl who's coming, who used to come out. Her mom's a major dance instructor, Die. She's lovely if you want to ever learn how to move your body. But her daughter started jumping. And when she came to just to do equine assisted learning programs, this is why I love it. Because if you're also a riding coach, what a brilliant yes. way to incorporate equine assisted learning to learn the language. And then to be able now to, to mount your horse so that you can see and understand the language that's also existing on top of that horse. But that was her big thing. She said out of all of the training and, and coaching that I have gone through, they haven't helped me to understand that the horse is saying something. Mm -hmm. And they're just telling me how to ride the horse. But we're not actually even bringing the horse into consideration when he won't turn that way. It's like we got to do something more with the tools that we have in order to do it instead of listening. So I really like that. That's 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 yeah. huge in that liability too. And uh, even having the ability to have some humble pie and realize that maybe you've done it a little bit wrong, and and not even wrong. You're in the middle of learning, right? All of us are non-stop yeah. every day learning. Every <laughs> day, <laughs> freaking learning. But to have the ability to kind of step back for a second, I think that's what really makes a good horse person. Yeah. Some of our natural horsemanship trainers, Chris mm. Irwin, Warwick Schiller, Doug Walsh, those are three guys. Never once have they said, I know it all. No, never. Because they take the opportunity to continue to learn, to understand more, to even with our conference that we just recently had, all of our trainers that we talk with, they all wanted to hear from the neurologist, the horse mm -hmm. neurologist. Let's learn more. Let's soak it in, right? There's always different ways to add to our toolkit, but keeping, again, it's about the horse. It's the welfare of the horse and speaking their language. There's so many things you see in some of the old cowboy styles, right? That whatever they're using as training methods mean nothing to the horse. It's just shocking them into submission, right? Yeah. That's a great way to shut a person down, let alone a horse. And I mean, you shut a horse or a person down in that way. You keep giving that same reprimand all the time. Might work for a while, but one point, there's going to be an explosion. And yeah. I tell you, with 1,200 pounds versus 150 pounds, that's a big, huge difference. Absolutely. Because, whoa. There's some scary, scary things that uh, we're just not aware of. And I just think it's we have to do that because their culture is so important to the way we understand these beautiful creatures. And again, mm -hmm. even thinking about those pictures, really look at <clears throat> pictures, excuse me, pictures, even when you're scrolling on other people's websites. Is the horse's head way up in there? Have you noticed how many people have a picture and the head is so high? Yeah. They're right underneath the head and the horse is like, go away, go yeah, away. You're in away. my boundary. <laughs> and those aren't, those aren't good pictures because the horse is saying something and now we're utilizing that picture showing that we actually are not partnering. I'm partnering with the horse. I mean, Hey, there are horses. They want to run. Mm -hmm. They want to pull the wagon. They want to be in that stampede. They love doing the barrels. Those still a partnership. Yes. It really is. It's Absolutely. not using the horse, even to move a stump like in the olden days. Mm -hmm. And maybe uh, is it Mennonites? Uh, yeah, that don't have uh, cars. Uh, no, um, 
No, Amish. 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 I'm like, why do you say words and not other words? <laughs> Even with the Amish, think about that. If they're still working and they have their client souls, that's a great partnership. They're all working together to make sure that they can all be fed, that they're working mm -hmm. on the land. Like these are good things to have in play because there is, we all want to work. There is something about being a living being that having makes a purpose. logical sense to working and having that purpose. Yes. Absolutely. Good morning, Rhonda. I see you on there too. There's hey, some... yay. I was just talking to Rhonda. Just talking to good old Rhonda. <laughs> good old Rhonda Walker. <laughs> uh, it was funny even with the picture comment. This morning I had 14 free pictures, still stock photos that I could download for this month. So you get your money's worth, right? You download the pictures. <laughs> And I went and we were looking on there. And as we were going through, holy Toledo, was it hard to find a stock picture a safe that horse. wasn't riding and that was a safe, happy horse. Yeah, that showed it and displayed it in their language in the picture, not the human yeah. being all happy with the horse who ain't no happy. It is looking at that horse and really acknowledging it. And I love that the pastel about our certification is we're always training to work with the horse. So we see them first before we ever do a step in. That's the most important thing. 15 years ago, we would have thought those were beautiful pictures. Oh, absolutely. We would have. So it's, again, it's the humble pie. It's being open it to understanding things in a different way and speaking in a different way. You wouldn't go to Japan and try to speak to everybody in English, no. right? We have to be able to figure out how are we going to speak to our herd to allow them to know what we're actually saying. Eh? Mm -hmm. So this is very confusing. kind of important. Yeah. And even our body. Holy crap. Whoa, guys. Mr. Chris <laughs> Irwin on that Whoa. one. I have to tell you, I'm practicing with a dummy horse head, uh, practicing in the kitchen. Like I had no idea. You don't know what you don't know until you do know how our hips can actually move a horse's hip. Like all of these things, our leg and their leg, like, it's amazing, but my brain cannot comprehend it all. No, and we are not, we are clearly not vain people because <laughs> of the way that we practice doing so it. <laughs> we're trying and we to make noises. Too. Yeah, <laughs> we're just such dorks, but but we're, we're trying. trying. <laughs> That's what matters out of all of it at the end of the day is that we are trying. We're trying hey, to learn. There's no such thing as trying. There is no try. There's so no we're doing. Deal. But the doing just ain't pretty yet. But yes. the more we keep doing, the prettier it is going to be. Even for even this piece, here's another liability instant. <laughs> so I've had Faye, <coughs> excuse me, my horse since 2011. She is my heart horse. She definitely works in the program. She's also a riding horse. So that's kind of a beautiful way that, you know, you have an ability to work with your horse in two different. A gorgeous girl. She really is. But all of a sudden, after how many years now? Uh, 11. 11 years. No. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 2011 to 2022. 11. So over the last, I would say, four months, something has changed. So then, I, of course, I always go to, okay, so what's changed for you, Carrie? Well, lots. What's changed for Faye? Well, probably lots because of even myself. But even where she is, so then I hired uh, Chris Irwin to do a Zoom with me because I couldn't figure out. She started to really be very foul about coming into her girth area. Mm -hmm. So even her heart area, if you will, but both sides. So the girth area. And all of a sudden, like she was really getting foul. Well, you don't want to put her clients in a liability that they could get really hurt because 
sometimes our non-horse people, they keep pushing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they keep pushing it. And this is where it always amazes me. So, for example, when our non-horse people, they're grooming a horse. The horse is backing away. Yeah. <laughs> so I step in and I say, so how do you think Faye is enjoying this? And they both say she's not. What do they do? They go back to brushing. I say, okay, let's stop here for a sec. You guys just told me through Faye's language that she didn't want to be brushed. But what did you as humans just do? Well, we wanted to try it again. Oh, interesting. You see how, so what you're doing with the horse is you're also doing with people. Mm -hmm. That's how I always think when I facilitate. So what's going on with that pressure piece that's happening? So anyways, Faye becoming a liability. Hire Chris to do Zoom with me. Well, we fixed it in one hour. It was all in the freaking way the language of my body was being displayed. And that would make now logical sense. We have to bend and be like horses. Horses are horizontal. We are vertical beings. So it's really understanding how we align and what we're doing with those bodies. Anyway, it's asking for help. Kokanee, yeah. another one of our horses. Like we had no idea what was happening. What well, we ask an expert for the help. Instead of us trying to coddle and just, oh, we'll work through it. Uh-uh. It's okay, Kokanee. We love you. That's not what he needs. He, his personality <laughs> yeah. is a challenging, more competitive nature. Well, you know, it's just so funny. After how many years is finally coming to fruition that we needed to understand him in a different way. But Chris, again, yeah, it costs money. But at the same time, it's worth it. So our horses aren't a liability. And then we're learning. And this is such a cool piece to realize, too. That yes, we are teaching a course. We certify people in equine assisted learning. We bring up the welfare. We'll tell you all we know about horses every single chance we get the opportunity. But we still can see when we don't know how, mm -hmm. right? You step back and for just, okay, we got to get a different perspective, a different way yes. of looking things, a different methodology that maybe would help our horses more than what we're doing because what we're doing didn't work in that moment, right? So by taking the opportunity to, again, be humble in the fact that you don't know everything and bring somebody else in who might see something or know something in a different way. But that's just like as humans, you have a problem. You can't see the forest through the trees anymore, but you keep hammering on what you think is the problem only to find then, out maybe no. later that that wasn't the problem in the first no. place or something completely different. Asking for help, those outside people, the people who know is huge, huge. And it feels so good. It does. Like, to, you know, it's being a leader in your own life and working with your horses and you know you have to be a leader. It's sometimes to me a beautiful break that you don't have to think of everything. Mm -hmm. You get to call on someone who knows what to do and then it's just the work after. But it's so beautiful to have that break and knowing that someone saw something different and was able to help. And we didn't have to struggle anymore to figure out the, the whys. And neither did Kokanee. Neither. And oh, neither did so Faye, beautiful. Right? Like it was, that's what they needed. Now we know how, now we know what they need. Yeah. We didn't, oh, we didn't catch it the first time. Interesting. Both of these horses are black. Both of these horses are big. black. <laughs> and they're mm -hmm. big horses too. They are. They're big. Yeah. Big, big horses. Yeah, they've got the intimidation factor down for sure. But at the same token, personality-wise, lovely, beautiful, beautiful creatures, right? They are, but, but they need more. And us. here's another liability. A horse isn't looking for you to be nice. No. A horse no. is looking for you to be a leader. They want to know that they can trust you.
How are you proving to them that they can trust you? Mm -hmm. How? What do you bring into the table? Are you, do you hear them? Do you hear them and do you see them? Because that is a huge piece to the puzzle. And that is a perfect parallel to life. <laughs> if you look at the leaders, yeah. some of the leaders in our world right now, how are you proven to people that they can trust you? Right? How do you prove that? Whether business, politics, whatever, how are you proving to people that they want to follow you because mm -hmm. you are that leader? There's Darn a lot, too. a lot of situations that falls into Heidi. You can't keep doing the same thing over and over and expect different results. Nope. Definition of insanity. Right? It is so, so true. So with all this being said, because oh my gosh, we could just really. Give I can't us get over it. It's already forty minutes. I, I thought, oh, it's going to be twenty-five minutes today. No, we're at forty, and we could probably still keep talking, but we're not going to do that because we don't want to bore you. Give us a soapbox, and yeah. away we go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wind us up. Uh, but we are coming out with something new that we're pretty excited about that isn't, is not just for uh, our form of EAL. This no. is for horse people. This is for ones who want to get to know how to facilitate better, how to understand their horses better, and how to make sure they are actually working with the language of the horse versus, oh, there's a fly. She's not just doing that in the air. <laughs> Come to me. Yes, Come, Come people. <laughs> Good morning, Michelle. Uh, <laughs> but to be able to actually understand on a different level of how we can not be the liability to our businesses or to the industry or to our horses as well. 100%. And it will be called the horse hotline, yeah. which we're, we're kind of excited about. What a great, cool, funky doodle name. Yeah. Cause what do you call when you have an issue sometimes? It's called hotline. Absolutely. <laughs> and this is actually, it will be created for people who are certified in other certifications. So it doesn't have to just be certified mm -hmm. with us. And I mean, of course, any of our, our team can also be a part of it too, but when they, become certified with us, they get training for the life of their career. So I, I don't True. see that they would want to come. I mean, unless they just want to come and see Sometimes us. Sometimes they do. Yeah. They just so, like to hang out. I think so. But besides that, it is going to be an exciting new, new course that we will only run probably just quarterly. And it will be for anyone, anywhere, globally, whatever it is that you want to do. But if you're certified somewhere else, but you're just not sure. Because, you know, to make money in this industry, this is the piece that has to be removed. Like it can't be a liability because when you are creating that safety, word of mouth is still the best way for you to make a living because word of mouth is the strongest piece that sells other people. And this is why we thought, you know what, we have so many people regularly saying, you know, I'm certified in this, I'm certified in that. I just can't afford to be certified in another thing and we understand that because yeah. it does make sense we just thought we're going to create this to help the horse and that is the welfare of the horse so that's why we're doing it it's for the horse but then in turn it's going to help any of you who are certified in anything else and all of your clients that could come into contact with you See. around the globe that's one thing that we've we've heard lots of stories about uh people getting turned off of this sort of thing by somebody telling them what their emotions are or telling them what the horse is saying versus allowing people to make the decisions on their own. And unless you can understand what the horse is actually saying, which is not going to be English words, I no. need to do this with your life. It's just not, then you're missing something. And for all of our clients who are out there, the people that need this, like we were talking at the beginning, the world needs this sort of thing. The world needs you. Yeah. They do. And we all have the opportunity to be those life changers in this world and to bring about something to allow somebody to move forward in a different way in their life and to be the leader of their own lives. Right. 
So if this can help people to do that and to affect other lives, to continue to be the life changers of this world, then that's a check on the box for us. Absolutely. Yeah. Just so nice. It's just so nice. It's just so nice. I, I just love that. I'm just thinking, you know, today I wish I could, I don't know, make some banana loaves and just go deliver them to me. Some people no. who maybe just need something like that they're thought of today. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I just, we've, we've gone past that. I don't think we're doing that anymore where we're, I mean, we're not, but <laughs> maybe <Yeah>. you are. <laughs> yeah. There's our token testosterone. They're, finally, yeah, Mike, where you yeah, been, join Mike? us. Like we were just saying, <laughs> but anywho, it's so nice to be a part of that. Oh, let's think of someone that we don't even know and give something yeah. of ourselves in such a nice unique kind way this course is our banana loaf this is the banana loaf <laughs> i like the banana that. loaf course <laughs> I like it. let's change this the name yeah now we're just gonna call it banana loaf and only you guys will get it <laughs> but it's very true i was painting but listening okay mm. then we'll let that go by cracky <laughs> all right life changes in the world yes have a wonderful wonderful oh no well, we won't see them next week will we? no, no we won't because we're actually are. running an in-person training course next week so there there we've got people coming from the states ontario and then mainly alberta yeah. but it's so exciting because we're going to be in person for five days and then they're just going to be completely certified so yeah. that's going to be kind of cool we it haven't is. done this since march 2020. 2020 so it will be very i don't know i'm really looking forward to I'm it pumped yeah yeah i'm pumped for the people pumped <laughs> for the people I like the people here but if you are looking at getting in you're thinking oh my gosh i didn't even know i want right? to like today yeah because <laughs> there's not much could. time left so get in there today today this one to the banana loaf course <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's a different course oh okay <laughs> oh doing? is that the hotline that's the hotline is the, oh, banana, is the loaf. banana loaf okay maybe we just live in a life of banana loaf. oh my gosh for Where those of you who just to? joined i do not know just hit click replay start <laughs> getting again so you understand what we're have an amazing about. amazing day you life changers remember breathing is one of the greatest tools that we have in anything that we're doing 24 seven, even a snorer like myself, but breathing is seriously the key. Keep that heart rate down, have those pony pones, get to a beautiful place of even feeling your heartbeat. And we are ready to have no liability within our horse world. All right, have a great one, everybody. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Toodles. I should go order you that time.